Hello and welcome back to License to Chill, the Margaritaville podcast, uh, a podcast that basically takes you on a little bit of a trip for however long you can be with us. I am Patrick McDonald. And I am Ryan Middledore. We're going to be taking you on an excursion today. We like to do something every now and then on the podcast called Office Hours, where we post up at a place that uh, uh, we think could give you a good uh, audio uh, experience, you know, somewhere where we can really just put the mics out, have a good time, and and see who we talk to. And this one is the epitome of that. Ryan, where did we get to go this time? Yeah, so this week we went to the MLP by Margaritaville San Clemente, or San Clemente. We'll discuss that at length in this But we won't get you an answer, for the record. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> we went to the pickleball tournament down there. I uh, had a ton of fun, did a show for Radio Margaritaville, and then, yeah, just posted some microphones up and chatted with a few different folks. Uh, the way this episode is going to work, so we have a couple of different interviews, and when you hear this sound, will be the point where we're transitioning to another one of those interviews. So we interviewed Steve Kuhn. He started the league and is basically the reason that's become so popular here in the United States. And then we're also talking to the Hype Guys, who are <laughs> two guys that at the time had just started uh, this career. There's two weeks prior. Um, very fun. They're there to literally get the crowd hyped up for this very fun event and then uh patrick and i left the tournament and then recorded an interview with rapa hewitt who is one of the premier players in the world so we have a ton of very cool pickleball related interviews for you today on the podcast so get out of the kitchen get that paddle and hang out with us it is office hours time okay we are rolling wow wow we're here Bass, that heavy bass in the background, that can only mean one thing, and it it, it can only mean one thing past if the first thing was we're at a dance club. It means <laughs> Which, we're at a sporting event. Absolutely. You and I never at a dance club. No. <laughs> Not together. <laughs> Not together, no. <laughs> uh, Ryan, we are out here at the MLP by Margaritaville, San Clemente, or San Clemente. Yeah, I'm going yeah. back and forth. That's Hot topic of debate. Yeah, yeah, you mostly say San Clemente if you're from California and you don't like to open your mouth very much. Yeah, uh-huh. So that's what I've been doing because I've adopted the culture. <laughs> Uh, but we're out here. This is the last Mar- MLP by Margaritaville event of the year. Uh, and then tomorrow is the Super Finals, which will uh, uh, pick the winners of the entire event. Yes. Or of the, uh, the entire season, rather. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've been having a blast. We've been hanging out here. We did a show for Radio Margaritaville. And now we're just uh, having a good time. Yeah, we like to call this uh, office hours, yeah. this type of episode. We are literally just here set up at the tournament, uh, just waiting for some people to pop by. There is a very special event going on right now called the Palooza. That's right. So it's kind of a pro-am where uh, some of the owners of different teams, uh, the founder of uh, Major League Pickleball himself, uh, and all sorts of other uh, bigwigs and high-ups and and, and, uh, people of note are going to be playing each other uh, in this big event, and then some of the top players are going to be coaching them. Yes, yeah, which is very, very fun. I love how communal this sport is. Uh, We were talking to some people earlier just about how approachable some of these players are these professional players it's not like walking up to you know like uh like an nfl athlete or anything like that like they're very chill very down to earth they fit our vibe perfectly very low-key they fit our vibe they fit the margaritaville vibe yeah no bodyguards no no i have not seen one bodyguard today unless you count the uh, gigantic grillo pickle yes let's just let's just say what we're looking at right now ryan i think people would be excited the grillo pickle from grillo's pickles yeah. and uh in a pickle out outfit uh they're taking a picture with the margaritaville stilts people (laughs) i would say the crossover of the century it's a match made in heaven i think (laughs) very Uh, exciting really fun to have pickles at a pickleball event yeah that was a big big surprise yeah i was very excited you brought me over a pickle spear and uh made my day yeah it's really nice and of course we've got margaritas there's margarita margaritas and pickles there's no margarita there's no pickle margaritas Ooh, I should say. Not, yeah, I wonder if you could brine a cucumber in a margarita. 
I, I think people probably have tried, and I think the reason we haven't heard about it is that it didn't succeed. Okay, well, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. If anyone out there is a, uh, I was going to say scientist, but, you it's know. It's got to be, no, this is a science. Home chef. A home chef scientist, same thing, truly. Give it a go, give it a shot. Uh, yeah, Ryan, uh, how is this pickleball experience? I mean, we've played pickleball before a couple times. Yeah, yeah, let's let's walk through our, uh, our pickleball origin story. So mine started after yours. You took me to go play pickleball when we were in Palm Springs last year right. for the championships. My very first time I played, I was in jeans on a court that uh, was getting very, very full over the course of our playtime. So I was just <laughs> getting more and more anxious knowing that it was, uh, one, playing poorly, and two, in jeans. I'm happy to say that I have graduated yeah. from jeans. I now play in shorts. That's growth. And tennis shoes. That's big growth. <laughs> I have Major my growth. own paddles, my own balls, everything. It's, you know, it's a funny thing. We've been talking about this a little bit. The intimidation factor, I think pickleball is, is very accessible. It's very easy to get involved. It's very fun, but at the same time, you get to these pickleball courts and you have this for a little period of time. And I have constant imposter syndrome, so I'm sitting there thinking, well, I'm bad at this game, yeah, and I'm taking up this court where somebody else who's good at this game is watching me be bad at it mm-hmm. and watching me learn. Uh, but from what I've learned here, I... Uh, it's another anxiety that I don't need to have. We'll yeah. Put that on the list. Oh, I love the idea <laughs> of just acknowledging that's an anxiety I don't need to have. You're just pitching it. it. You don't need you it. You can do that. You have it. Oh, well, we can try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I think I think there's a lot of that where you don't start something because you're scared. Like a couple of days ago, I got back into swimming, and I was like, oh, I'm so bad at swimming. But it's like that's why I'm at a gym. That's why I'm working out. That's why you are somewhere to practice and get better at something. So uh, I, at least from what I can tell, it's such inclusive sport all kinds of people are here every kind of person is here and it's all just to kind of uh celebrate this one activity that is by essence accessible so it's really really fun to be here and it's a good reminder that i need to get back out on that court because i it's there's nothing stopping us no absolutely it's 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 really really fun i mean i i pickleball is the largest growing fastest growing sport in america um it is just constantly uh showing up everywhere they're turning tennis courts into pickleball courts we met uh, a guy here who's working on a documentary about pickleball yes coming out he's actually made some other documentaries that i'm a fan of yeah and so it's 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 really cool it's, it's it's really on the map and margaritaville is right at the middle of it too so absolutely um yeah it's it's uh uh it's fun to be here. I'm having a really good time. What what uh, was your weekend leading up to this, Ryan? How'd you end up here? Ooh, weekend leading up to this. It was a really chill weekend. We are recording this on Father's Day. Yes, so absolutely. Yesterday, uh, Olivia and I we took her dad out to Long Beach. Got some uh, some fun in the sun. Went on a boat tour of the harbor, which is really nice. Hit up great. the aquarium. Great aquarium. Very Margaritaville weekend. Very cool. That is a very Margaritaville yeah, weekend. Yeah. Took in a Dodgers game the night before. So wow. It's been a, it's been a full full fun weekend. How about it's a you? Blast to end it with a little pickleball. Yeah. That's a good time. Uh, I was camping this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we went out uh, to Fallbrook, California, and then we went to the this cool little uh, uh, campgrounds that had great Pyrenees that like protected our campsite. They came in and out. They were all dirty. They're dirty as hell. And then <laughs> they watched the baby goats and then they um, uh, protected us from coyotes and the such. Sweet. But I will say I sat around the campfire last night and I, you know, some people tell ghost stories. Some people tell tales of old. I told tales of Jimmy Buffett. You did. And I was with a group of about 20 other people. Yeah. And uh, they started asking me because they knew I was coming to this pickleball event. And they were like, what's the deal with Jimmy Buffett? And I was like, oh, let me tell you. So uh, <laughs> we listened to a couple songs. We listened to It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere. Mm-hmm. We listened to Jamaica Mistaka. Wow. And we listened to uh, Pencil Thin Mustache. And uh, this group of people, had they listened to much Jimmy Buffett? They before? were not uh, familiar with Jimmy Buffett. They yeah. didn't know much about him. And uh, they also mostly listen to like EDM, the music that's playing in the background right now. This was mostly <laughs> yeah. playing on the campfire. Okay, great. But I got to pl- I got to uh, get on my soapbox and tell everyone all about it. So I was in the Margaritaville spirit when I was headed up here today. Love that. Yeah, exactly. Love that. Love so, that. So uh, it's, it's been really really fun. I we this is our second uh, MLP event yep. to come to. Uh, we were in Indian Wells last November for the national championship, and uh, uh, I'm really excited to see more of these events. 
I am too. They're popping up left and right. In fact, uh, right now we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have the founder of MLP, who uh, he's he's been pivotal at growing the sport over the past couple years. So really excited to chat with him. Uh, we're here with Steve Kuhn, the founder of Major League Pickleball. <laughs> uh, how you doing, man? How's it going? I am doing well. This is heaven for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell people when I come to a, an MLP event, uh, I have to get it like uh, I have to train my smile muscles. <laughs> my smile muscles hurt while I'm here. They hurt for days afterwards. Yes. I have to be grumpy afterwards for several days <laughs> to allow them to recover. This is I'm a kid in a candy store. This is. Christmas, Halloween, Easter, everything wrapped up in one for me. I love this. What what has it been like to see the sport grow as much as it has in the past couple of years? Well, yeah, it's first of all, it's completely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We had talked about a plan or or a goal for the sport of 40 by 30, 40 million people playing pickleball by 2030. And uh, I thought that was ambitious and crazy and uh, audacious. Yeah. I think we might already be there. Wow. That's I mean, amazing. I mean, we, if we're not there, we're awfully, awfully close. <laughs> what are you going to do with the next seven years? Well, I, I know. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, and I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm not good at being bored. You know? Right. I, I, need, I need a new goal. So I, uh, recently I set a new goal for yeah. the sport. I said, okay, that wasn't ambitious enough. Let's shoot for 100 million players. Yes, of course. <laughs> let's, let's get to 100 million. And, you know, for the organization, what do we need to do to get it to that number? Okay, a couple things. Uh, it was a more serious question. Is uh, First of all, you know, I, I think, you know, tell your friends, if you play and you love this sport, grab a friend and tell them to try it. Uh, the, the analogy, uh, there are some people that, you know, for whatever reason, don't want to try something. Yeah. You know, it's like your friend who's never eaten sushi. Yeah. And you're like, just come and have a piece of sushi. Right. If you hate it, you never have to have another one. Yeah. And if you love it, you've just got a new thing for life. Just come and eat a piece of sushi. That's pickleball. <laughs> just come and try it once. Totally. You might hate it. You never have to play again. I, we, we will not force you to play again. They're, 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 we, 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 we are not... We are not dictators here. We're we're very benevolent. If you never like, if you don't like, well, just try it once. Yeah. And the odds that someone who tries pickleball gets addicted is like, yeah. I, I say it's the most addictive substance on earth. Pickleball is. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how you got into this. I know you know you didn't start out uh, because be, the goal well, was not to be the founder of Major League Pickleball. How'd you uh, get here? That is true. I used to actually have like a real job and a real life and was considered a serious person yeah. by, by people. Uh, I was in finance. I ran a hedge fund. Wow. Uh, yeah, those were those were fun and interesting days. And uh, at, at some point, I wanted to do something else. Uh, I, I kind of really dove into charity and philanthropy. and did that for a while. And then I, I started playing the sport. And I'm like, this is so much fun. First of all, I want to play all the time. And then I also saw what it did for people. It made people happier. It made them healthier. Uh, it gave them more friends, more community. It brought people together who probably wouldn't talk to each other in any other context. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have a hat that says pickleball will save America. <laughs> it's the only place kind of where red and blue can meet and, and kind of not have a fight or uh, angry words. Right. But I, I, I've played pickleball with people for hundreds of hours who I couldn't even tell you who they voted for. Right. Yeah. I could, I, they don't care. It's not, it's not even yeah. it's not relevant. That's great. You know, if they make a bad line call, yeah, <laughs> screw them. Right. Forget, forget right. them. They're, they're out. Right. Well, you're about to go play in the uh, ML Palooza, right? Is I that am. about to do that? Yes. And uh, okay, so I'm, I'm already making excuses. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear the excuses first. Uh, yeah. Before so, you get out there, it, 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 you, you really got to think ahead. Okay. But, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I've, been pl I've been playing a lot this month, getting ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tra training for Emma Palooza. Yeah. Probably played 20 times in the last month. But I haven't played that much lately. Uh, I played this morning and I just twinged my. Oh, oh just this morning. I think I'm going to be okay. 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 But yeah, now I've really set up a really great narrative. Because yeah. if I lose, I have an excuse. Right. Yeah, I twin, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> and if I win, it's like playing through the pain. A real, a real yeah. It's a real victory. It's, it's a, a blue game. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, absolutely. You know, it's a hero's journey. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, really, I'm really 
really perfectly now set up for Amapalooza. That's now, amazing. Th this is your chance. You have a platform yeah. now for uh, all the players out there. How yeah. does the founder of MLP get ready for a game? Right now, I'm going to go get some treatment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, go get the treatment. There's the treatment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a great treatment staff here. And uh, because of Emma Palooza, the treatment staff here is obviously here to take care of our professional athletes, yeah. make sure they're healthy. Everybody in that room is an owner who got hurt this morning or this, this week. So it's been like, well, it's like we, we are the biggest children. We are, we are, all, we are all children. Yeah, you're all putting your money where your mouth Pickleball is. Pickleball makes us all like, you know, 12-year-olds at best in yeah. terms of maturity level. That's incredible. We're ridiculous. How many, how many owners are in there getting, getting treatment right That's now? That's amazing. Well, Everybody wants to win. <laughs> Before we let you go, this is the Margaritaville podcast. So we like to talk yeah. about, uh, you know, not only what you do and what you're passionate about, yeah. but how you escape in vacation. Pickleball is like a vacation vacation and luxury and leisure yeah. activity. How do you vacation? What What is what is the Steve Kuhn way of uh, traveling? There's, there's in this no way I'm going anywhere that doesn't have pickleball. Amazing. Okay, okay, step I mean, one. Just, that's, just, that's just the rule. Wow. If, yeah. If I can't play pickleball, that, that's not a vacation. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's something else. That's, that, that's torture or that's work. It's definitely not a vacation if I can't play pickleball. Yeah, that's incredible. The pickleball incredible. paddle, do you put in your carry-on or do you... Carry Check on. it. Carry yeah, on. Yeah. Can't, can't risk it. Risk. Can't yeah. risk it. Yep. It's gotta be close to my heart. Okay. At all times. Okay. Great. That's incredible. <laughs> Steve, best of luck out there. We're gonna be rooting for you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One more thing. Yes. <laughs> There's a, a wonderful blog in, in the in the pickle sphere called NML No Man's Land Pickleball NML Pickleball, and they they scouted all the Emma Palooza teams, and their comment on me was, yeah, got some good hand eye skills, but limited movement. Like, <laughs> right, yeah, Fair. <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough, but fair. And now I freaking pull my hamstring. Oh, and now man. that's going to look even worse for me. <laughs> and so I'm a, like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Just to lean me. on the hand eye. Just that's lean right. on the hand yeah. eye. It's yeah. going to be this great. Is, this is terrible. You're going to pull it through. <laughs> we I'll, I'll are get through it. You're going to be great. We're going to be watching yeah. you. Uh, thank you so much right. for stopping by. I really that's appreciate it. That's why the limited movement. That's why it's the hamstring. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so we're here with the uh, unofficial mascots of MLP by Margaritaville, I think. It's the hype guys. Uh, we got Canton and Eric, or Dragon and Nighthawk, as we've just been told. How's it going, guys? Hey, that's you us. You want to introduce Thanks yourself so we know us. the voice differences? Yeah, you go first. Well, that's Eric without any voice <laughs> left. But, uh, yeah, Sorry about is, that. This is Canton, also Dragon. Uh, and yeah, we've, we've came in. Uh, we're, we've been here since Thursday, so we've been seeing everything that's been going on and absolutely love it. Nice. Yeah, no, I apologize in advance for the voice. It's a little bit hoarse. I've been screaming since Thursday. Well, I mean, no. the, the crowd is already so vibrant and energetic, and you guys have to top that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> true. what are you doing to prepare each day? Well, we love preparation, and we brought maybe 35-plus signs to the tournament. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry-ons or what? In the US, we flew southwest, so that's two free check bags. We had one suitcase full of signs. There you go. And and extra blank ones for, for spontaneity. Of course, Great. of course. Okay. Should something so arise? That's, that's part of the reason we, or the, the part of how we uh, prepare. Is is there a favorite sign that gets more hype than another sign? What have you found? I mean, they they kind of come to us in the moment, so we're ready to write anything down that comes to mind in the middle of a point. I mean, there's chirping out there. So like yeah. Hayden Patrick couldn't today, absolutely killing it with the chirp. So we buy into that. Okay. Um, we obviously have some like the dream breaker, things like that. Um, but yeah, we're, I mean, we, the first tournament we went to is PPA. So a little bit different uh, situation, but uh, we're learning the whole dream breaker status and everything like that. And it, we love it. I mean, first of all, we also have to describe the outfits you're wearing. Uh, you guys have to. Uh, this I is mean, normal stuff, right? I mean, this is normal for, for a hype guy. A absolutely. This is, this is yes. a uniform. Uh, but yeah, tell us what the hype guy uniform is. So it changes day to day, but uh, we typically like to make ourselves easy to see, bright colors. Yes. Pink is one of our themes, as you'll see on our business card. Yeah, Maybe we haven't even talked about the Twitter. business card. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk get to about that, that later. <laughs> Currently, as we speak, we're wearing Amazon's finest 80s retro jackets Gorgeous. or windbreakers, however yep. we have. They're bright. Uh, they got blue or turquoise, pink, yellow, purple on it. We also like to wear the uh, Hawaiian shirts, too. That's kind of that really? was our first matching outfit. Believe it or not, as really? the hype guys. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, we're wearing Hawaiian shirts too. Yeah. yeah. How has this evolved yeah, since when did you it guys start? started? When did, yeah. when did this become a thing? 
approximately two weeks ago. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. This is a tight wait, 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 wait. You you guys just handed us business cards. Yes. <laughs> that has a website on it. Hey, no, no, overnight Instagram maybe. handle. An ins- okay, excuse me, Instagram okay, handle. Yeah, but yeah. nevertheless, you have you had business cards made, you have matching outfits. Yeah, let's just talk about the business card. It says a new era of pickleball fanatics, keeping the crowds litty, the signs witty, and the drinks pretty since 02. There we go. Wow. Got some fans. There we go. Some shouts. <laughs> wow. There you I'm, go. Since double oh two. Yes. What does that mean? So zero zero two is how yeah. you start a pickleball game. Oh. You know how people say we've been doing this since insert year. Of course. We said let's have a play on that. Zero zero two. Brilliant. That one's one of the more witty ones. So that what, is really- <laughs> what was the what was the initial conversation where you guys were like, oh yeah, this is something. So, that, go for it. Yeah. This. Uh, I mean, it all it all goes back quite a ways. Uh, ben Johns posted on Twitter a while back. Why is no one pre-gaming or tailgating the PPA events? So we responded and we said, just you wait for Dallas. And so we showed up in Dallas. The hype guys weren't official yet, yet. Okay. Uh, but we showed up. We convinced a lot of people to do pink out Sunday, and we just went for it. We got rowdy. We were waving the flag around. We had outfits. It was nuts. And so we got a lot of attention. Everyone loved it. The pros were eating it up. Um, the fans loved it. And so on the three-hour drive back from Dallas to Austin, where we're living right now, we were like, we have to capitalize on this. There is momentum here. We're going to send it. And so, yeah, like two weeks ago, we missed the PPA event out here last weekend. And but we were like, we got to get this momentum going. So we decided we got to send it out to MLP. So here we are. That's amazing. That's Good really for cool. You guys. I mean, I, mm-hmm. if, if I could speak from personal experience, we were for Margaritaville. We, we've been fans of Jimmy Buffett for a long time. Uh, there's I think there's a couple of things that uh, that some of those fans do that you guys could do. I think there's a the group of people out there called the Finn men where they wear fins. And there is a huge, large group of men that wear fin hats and fin. They're like not even they're like oh mess. God, I like them. Yeah, yeah. The Finn men are very cool. Get in contact I think, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I want to be an investor in this or a creative <laughs> idea, but I do have some ideas for you guys and uh-huh. i think you can really uh grow i see a big future for the hype guys oh yes there's lots of growth potential here we're always <laughs> open to ideas we actually currently have a giveaway going on our instagram page let's <laughs> hear it okay yes. what do you got so we uh we have a paddle a signature volaire paddle gift box that's up for uh, a giveaway as well as a 250 dollars chubby's gift card wow and a 15 pack of the world's first and only biodegradable Overgrip for pickleball. It's called Eco Grip. Wow. wow! So it's a giant uh, giveaway package bundle. So uh, go out to our Instagram page. You can still enter now. But I bring that up because we're offering bonus entries for best hype guys ideas or crowd engagement wow. tactics, chants, signs, or otherwise. Wow. So we're open to suggestions from everyone. We really want to grow this community of bringing hype to pickleball. And I okay. want to reiterate, this started just two weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Two yes. weeks. Yes, you are correct. It's amazing. It's amazing how you can get something printed and shipped in two days. It's amazing. <laughs> Not to mention our flag over there also has the same logo on it. Really? It's yes. amazing. Wow, that's amazing. So what what's the ideal future for the hype guys? What do you, what do you see? I mean, we just love the energy that pickleball is bringing to the world. The community. I mean, you just you get to rub shoulders with the pros at all of the events doesn't matter what um and so yeah like the the ability to come out and socialize the fans that we've gotten to know from this is just absolutely incredible and we just hope to keep traveling around the country hopefully to many many more tournaments i love it all right now i have to ask because well, we talked a little bit about this you guys have been here since day one you've been here the whole tournament yep. uh i want to see if you guys have some uh, like field correspondent uh skills so could you guys <laughs> break down what you've seen some highlights of of the past few days uh what you expect going into the rest of the tournament yeah sure thing so on thursday was challenger day and i will say i personally am pretty partial to the orlando squeeze so that day we went pretty all out squeeze uh hype hype crew they gave us some merch we like to cheer hard for merch that's just one thing about us (laughs) of course Um, that was a very fun day we were kind of just getting a lay of the land um and so we were warming ourselves up essentially for the rest of the weekend. Great. Seeing Fra- just how rowdy and electric we could be. You were yeah. pushing the limits. You were testing it. It was a sound exactly. check, if you will. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. A test one, two, yeah, if you will. Yeah, a test one, two, if you may. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you please. <laughs> now you're speaking podcasts. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Now we know what we're talking about. So then Friday rolls around and immediately at 10 a.m., the first game was Hustlers versus Hard Eights. And instantly we could tell. Oh boy, the crowd's here today. Okay, they came to play. It was rowdy. So um, different from any PPA event. Having team hype, 
Like, I mean, cool. families, friends, everyone come decked out, signs, face signs, like huge cutouts. I mean, this oh, yeah. is a whole different We love game. those big oh. fat heads. Yeah. yeah. We need to look into that. Yeah, you guys can get some. You can get fat heads in like 36 hours. <laughs> you too? I'm Put sure. your brains together? <laughs> I'm sure. Um, some other highlights from the weekend. Yeah. Uh, there was a dream breaker between the New Jersey Fives and the ATX Pickerballers. Mm-hmm. Now, the Fives, if you look at the lineup, they are basically built for dream breakers. They have a, some of the top singles players in the game. ATX Pickleballers, they've got J.W. Johnson, but um, they're really not single specialists. They beat the Fives in a showdown of their single skills, which was nobody saw that coming. Wow. It was very incredible, that upset. And the Fives had gone into that match undefeated. Wow. wow. So that That's was a amazing. big one. That's awesome. And so what else are we looking forward to? Do we, I think we're, this is like Sunday afternoon. We got the Pro-Am coming up right now. We got some. The ML Palooza. ML Palooza. We got ML Palooza <laughs> coming up and we got the, the Super Finals tomorrow. Super Finals yes. tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although our flight is at 4 p.m. I'm oh. not sure if we're gonna make it because oh, we do have real jobs that okay. we can get back to. <laughs> what are your real jobs? <laughs> um, I'm a software engineer right now. I work remotely. It's a company called Anna Plan. Shout out to the team. Shout out. I told them I'm, uh, starting to become a pickleball influencer on the, on the weekends, <laughs> and they were like all behind it. So, yeah, uh, shout out to the, the Pine team. Woo. All right, <laughs> very cool. Uh, yeah, we're both in Austin tech world down there. So, yeah. uh, I contracted analyst at Google as well. Cool. Oh, very cool. That's mm-hmm. very cool. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Um, so this doesn't quite pay the bills yet. We hope it can one day. I think it'll supplant. I, I think mean, it'll get there. Judging by how much you guys have done in just two weeks, I think that, yeah. you know, give it another yeah. two weeks and. Just don't print too many business cards so you don't have a deficit. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Shoot for the moon, baby. <laughs> oh, we have a whole other box we haven't opened okay, at that time. Okay. Thank um, God. If, if you want to become. Uh, uh, a hype guy. If you want to, if you want to get involved in what you're doing, what do you expect people to bring uh, to a uh, to an event? Well, so that's actually a, a really great question, and we've had a lot of people come up with ideas for this uh, while we've been here. And so, what's super cool and unique, what we're going to start trying to look to do is promote where we're going to be, so that we can get a local crowd to get engaged with us. Great. Um, obviously, you can see we're themed out today. Yeah. Uh, we had the same thing in uh, in Dallas, and so. Getting that crew behind us to uh, to spread the love of pickleball. Uh, we hope to just have fan bases all over the country. Great, that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, awesome. I agree because as two people, we can do we can do a lot and we can get loud, but we are no match for a squad of 10, 15, 20 plus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so right. ideally, when we go to these events, like maybe once a month, we can build it up, build the themes, build a crew, and then we show up together in full force. And uh, we can just amplify our, our okay. current voice. Well, it's so cool what you guys are doing. Thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. This is the Margaritaville podcast. I want to ask you both real quick. You like to talk about vacationing here. Where do you guys go to get away? Where would the yeah. where would the hype guys go to Ooh, get away? Good question. Now he used to work in travel, so he knows a lot of places. Okay, he may be the guy to go for on this one. I mean, I want to go all over the world, yeah. obviously. Pick but one, uh, pick one. I mean, what's really cool, I mean, there's all these pickleball getaways and things like that going on. But, I mean, Croatia is up there, man. Getting Ooh, out of yeah. the water, do a little bit of sailing, oh, uh, yeah. enjoy the sun. But nothing beats a margarita down in Mexico or something. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if this gets busy, we might be a little crunched for time. And uh, who knows where we'll end up. <laughs> I'd also add Fiji on the list. Fiji, okay, there yep, you go. Definitely. Throw that in. We'll go to thehypeguys.pb on Instagram mm-hmm. to follow these guys, see what they're up to, see if you can get involved with them. Um, Kent and Eric, thank you guys so much. Yes, thanks, thanks for, for having us, us on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks up, pleasure. paddles up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what we say here. Paddles up. Absolutely. All right, <laughs> uh, yeah. Rafa Hewitt, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Good. How, how about you guys? Good, man. Good. I know we were uh, we were at the San Clemente event uh, at the same time, and then you just uh, uh, the MLP just went through its draft, correct? Correct. Can you walk us through what uh, what it uh, entails to have a pickleball draft? What what exactly does that look like? Because I think it's, it's a little new for me. I think it would be new for other people as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there's so much going on right now because we're so new. Right. Uh, the sports always we're always tweaking and changing a couple things up. And right now we have the premier and the challenger league, which yeah. is kind of like with soccer and with some other leagues. And so right now they have a total of 24 teams, depending on which uh, team you get drafted on the first 12 is going to be premier. Then the, the next will be uh challenger. Uh, last December was 
the was the draft for the first three events and uh got to play with the New York Hustlers. Loved it, loved Corey as our GM. Uh LeBron's one of the owners, part of that. So it's kind of cool. neat, you know, to have some of these high-end uh athletes and uh business people and venturing into pickleball, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's got, fascinating. Got to, got to be in with that. Yeah. How much has the sport changed over the past couple of years? I mean, for us, like we're relatively new to it and it already seems like it's evolving every single day. I can't imagine what it is for you being a player so deeply ingrained in the organization. So, I mean, do you have any uh, any thoughts on that and how much it's grown? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Like it, you literally will go to sleep the next morning, you're going to wake up and you'll get a notification on your phone saying this, this just happened in the pickleball world. And you're like, wait, <laughs> what? Like that just ha- like something huge just happened the day before. So, yeah. And how I like to tell everybody is like with the, with this pickleball thing is like you want to be the one uh, swinging at that curve or do you want to be the one throwing the curveball? You know, so yeah. it's something to be thinking about. If you want to jump on board, get on now. Don't uh, you don't want to be the one swinging in a couple of years and be like, man, I remember when pickleball was just starting to get big, you know, so, totally. I, yeah. I, I noticed on uh, your Instagram, you're you you are self-described as a pickleball dad. Uh, yes. <laughs> I yes. want to know how you if you gave yourself that title, how you came into that title. I want to know the history. I mean, I, I have three kids. Uh, my oldest is eight Chalen, my middle child is george ann we call her peach she's three and a half and then we got my little boy mini rafa uh little mills he's a year and a half old so <laughs> i'm all about family huge huge into family uh and i think that's kind of spikes me and gets me going you know playing playing for the family uh tr- try to bring home some uh some bread and butter for him you know so that's 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 kind of where i get that fight that that little fire that you guys see and and I, I mean, I grew up with a huge family. Um, I only have, I have one sister, uh, but I have 22 first cousins. Uh, my wow. grandparents, we all pretty much lived like right on, right on the, literally they called it Hewittville. Everybody was on the hillside. So co- every, every day cousins were all hanging out, getting to play sports together in the summertime. So did you come from a big sports family? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we played everything. So Played, played a little bit of hockey, football, basketball, baseball, tennis, played collegiate tennis, uh, had to choose between the sports and chose tennis, uh, ended up going to a small uh, university, Point University in West Point, Georgia, small Christian school, really awesome. Best thing about, you know, going to a small university is the one-on-one uh, with your professors and actually getting to get to actually learn some stuff i would say <laughs> and so so how'd you find your way from tennis into pickleball yeah crazy story after graduating um decided to move back up to idaho where i'm where my whole family is from and help out with uh with the cattle we we have a ranch and we have a vineyard a winery so helping out with the grapes we're we're actually planting the grapes getting started from ground up it was awesome experience doing all that and then on my uh 25th birthday my grandma bought me a paddle and i was like i'm i'll give it a go you know i'll give it a try so i looked up looked online and i found there was a there was a pickleball tournament two hours away i drove up there had had no idea really about the score the rules and i played in the 5-0 division and i took gold in singles and i was like oh my goodness like i don't know like everyone's like you need to go pro i was like is there, is it even pro? Like, I don't even know if there is a pro level yet. And that was, you know, right when COVID like started to hit and wow. Yeah. It's just, and the rest is like history. I mean, my, my wife, I told her, I was like, Hey, I'm, I don't know, babe. I feel like we give it a go. Who knows? I mean, I'm going to be in the red for a little bit, you know, but I mean, I don't want to be that one. Like I was telling you guys, you don't want to be the one swinging at the curve. You want to be the one throwing it. So I was like, I'd rather, you know, risk it for the biscuit now. And, and maybe in three years, three and a half years, we're going to be like, oh my goodness, it was the best decision of our life. You know, yeah. working 70, 70 hours, 80 hours a week on a ranch. Uh, and now literally getting to play with a wiffle ball and a paddle, you know? I mean, that's. <laughs> I was going to say, how big, much big, has your life changed since yeah. you decided to dive into? 
pickleball. I mean, going from, you know, a, a life, you know, working with your family uh, on on farms and ranches and now doing what you're doing now. Was that an adjustment? Um, yes, it was. I mean, it was definitely, you know, like I'm all about family. So I want to stick together with family and all that type of stuff. But like my grandfather, he was that type of a guy that would kind of venture off, would explore and try and always trying to find more revenue, find, find a way to to build a big family. He had six kids, right? So he had to find a way to bring in some money to to pay for all that. So like he just has built a legacy. And uh, I just thought like with this pickleball, I might be able to try to build my own legacy and and then eventually kind of come back and move back and get some courts into, into Idaho and kind of build up the sport here. Yeah. That's awesome. So are you, you're still out in Idaho? Is that where you're essentially located? I'm actually located... Uh, right now I'm actually in Idaho, but just because of traveling back and forth, just got done with beer city open, uh, headed to Seattle tomorrow. But, right. uh, right now I live in Auburn, Alabama, and I'm a director at a country club, Morris mill club. It's a awesome, small little country club kind of hidden right next to about three miles from Auburn university. So, uh, just something about the South beautiful down there everyone's so polite so nice and uh love my members so shout out to to morris mill oh nice I, that's that's so cool that you're a pro at a, a club over there are you specifically like the uh, pickleball pro over at that club yes I, i'm i'm the director for them so wow so I'm, so I'm, cool. I'm i'm yeah having to go behind the scenes and uh the emails uh court reservations you know how all that goes you know when you guys are trying to get out there on that court you know and you're wondering uh they're all booked and getting mad well i'm i'm that guy that's trying to help you find another court. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't all pretty i that's that's no. uh, that's really cool so do you feel like uh uh does your country club uh root for you and 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 watch you in those events when you're when you're traveling across the country at these uh, mlp events oh yes yeah and that, that's that's what i love so much about it is because Literally, I look at my phone as soon as I get off the court, you know, win or loss, they're they're supportive, always, always cheering me on, always sending me videos and re clips of me playing and all the above. And they they love coming out to the MLP events. They love they love traveling for pickleball. So it's that's what's so cool about this pickleball, too, is like people are now starting. They don't just, you know, go to tournaments to play. They're traveling to come watch and that's totally. what we yeah. need yeah. so yeah i was gonna ask you i mean if if you were to describe a, a pickleball event a tournament i mean we went and it i we went to one in indian wells uh last year and then even the one in san clemente uh completely different and it feels like it's growing i mean i know the hype guys have showed up we got to interview them they're also on this episode <laughs> there's this yes. culture that's beginning to grow that's really exciting um what would you say to someone who's interested in a pickleball event or didn't even know these events were happening? Um, what what can they look forward to when they show up? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a little bit of everything. Uh, all different types of backgrounds uh, can find their niche or find something they love about it. There's so many different uh, players, right? We all come from so many different backgrounds. And that's what I love about pickleball is you can literally be out there, somebody that literally just got off work uh, playing with somebody that, let's say, is a is a billionaire. You know, yeah. and they're having a great time. They have no, you know, takes away everything of like who who you are, what you are. Once you grab that paddle and you put that in your hand, and you get playing against someone that's a random across, the, you become best friends with that person. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, totally. That's that's what I love about it. But like for sure, if I was <clears throat> if I was a amateur or someone that's wanting to come to these events, like I said, there's so many different styles of players, right? You got your Jay Deville, the Frenchman. You got you know, James Anatowicz, the guy that's always jumping up and down. You got your J-Dub that's kind of reminds you like a Roger Federer, you know, that doesn't yeah. doesn't say much, you know, keeps us cool. So we all have these different stories, these different backgrounds, and uh, I think it fits great for pickleball. Uh, and and it's not and – I, and I came from tennis background, so there's parts and pieces from tennis. There's parts and pieces from uh, badminton, parts and pieces from, you know – Oh, even baseball, the hand-eye coordination. So there's there's no limit. You can come out, give it, give it your all, and just have fun with it. That's what I would say. And you're, you'll find your your people you like. You know, like my, I got some fun sayings. You know, the round them up, the yeah, baby, the come on, let's go. You know, like I'm always trying to put on a show. I try I try to keep the crowd entertained. 
So I always, I always give the refs a little hard time every now and then. So yeah, <laughs> you got to. There's some of that relationship with the refs. It's been fun to see that back and forth and uh, kind of grow into yeah. sport. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I love so. a little bit of a, that, a, a, a rebellion to authority. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, that's always some of my favorite. You know, that's why I love hockey. That's why I love uh, some soccer stuff. People just every now and then you can scream at a ref. You know, it's <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's the start of the yeah. sport. Start of the sport. Yeah. Um, you you touched yeah. on something that. I think one of my favorite aspects about pickleball is how accessible it is. Anybody can pick up a paddle and go out and play. My first time playing, it was very impromptu. Patrick took me to a court in Palm Springs and I was in my jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I still played and still picked it up and it went it went fine. It was great. And, you know, got the uh, got the bug to go out and do it some more. What do you think it is about the sport that makes it so accessible compared to, you know, really any other kind of modern sport out there? I don't, there's no other sport that you can bring four generations out. You can bring uh, right now. I can bring my grandmother, my mother, my eight year old daughter and myself four generations on one court, laughing, having a ball, getting a workout. And that's, that's it right there. I mean, I wish I could say I could do that in tennis. I can't, I wish I could say you do that in golf. We can't. Uh, I mean, there's what pickleball does. It is literally it's therapy. It's, it's literally changing. It's the best thing I, since COVID. It's the best thing that ever is. Ha- when COVID hit, it's the best thing that ever happened. I think for my myself, my family, and for for the country. So I think everyone's putting their guards down and everyone's coming together with pickleball. So I think that's huge. That's awesome. What do you think we can expect for the future of the? I mean, it's only growing exponentially. Uh, where do you see like uh, pickleball going? Where do you see MLP going? Where do you hope it's going? I I see it going global uh just going around around the world and and i just see pickleball i mean as you guys can see the charts it's just it just keeps on going up i yeah i i don't i don't see it stopping anytime soon and this is for it's great for everybody um or you know i've seen people say stuff with like oh you know like it's not injuries and stuff like that but it's really it's not that bad in injuries and if so that's also helping another part of businesses right or like the shoes the all these small mom and pop shops now are starting to you know rebrand and build like these little pickleball uh, communities and all this type of stuff and and the best thing about this is a lot of these people are helping donating and and giving back to the community so that's that's what's just so great about the sport totally um uh for somebody, this is just personal, uh, uh, yeah. uh, some personal advice I'm looking for, uh, for, for beginners in pickleball, when we go out on a court and it's a busy day and we feel like, you know, this is my personal problem. I feel like there's much better pickleball players that are waiting to play and I'm screwing up on the court. <laughs> Do you have any advice for someone to stand their ground? So any mantras that you say, <laughs> For anyone who has imposter syndrome on this the is something court. we personally ran into. <laughs> I guess maybe try to find a different part of the day to yeah, jump in awesome. in that, yeah. that group, right? You know, so, but, but at the same, like, you know, most, most parks and most places they have like, you know, open play. So, I mean, if it's an open play place, you're more than welcome to, but like, if it's more of like, these people reserve the court and you're over here with your paddle, like staring them down, you know, that maybe, maybe, maybe you go hang out with, uh, um, the golden girls over there that are, you know, <laughs> it's much beat. more my speed. <laughs> right. I got, a, I got, a, I got, a, I got a group of ladies that I call my golden girls. I got a, another group of ladies and gentlemen over here, you know, so you just got to know your, where where you're at on the court and uh and kind of just be respectful at the same time it's same thing with like us like w- when we're at a tournament you know and we need to warm up and there's amateurs playing on on the court if we're over here on top of that uh fence you think they're gonna finish their match faster or they're gonna hit a lot more errors you know what i mean like because they, yeah. they can tell someone's trying like they're not what we're not watching you we're watching you either win or lose real quick so we can get on, you know, so I try to keep my distance. So I let them play their game. And then once they kind of 
uh, get off, you know, the, Hey, you know, is that right? If we use this court? Oh yeah, we're done. You know? Great. So maybe so that's just, etiquette on both it, sides. Yeah. It's happening yeah. on, on, yeah. You could be the, you can be the aggressor and you can also be the aggressive for sure. I think yes. people can be accountable. That's a good way to look at it. Correct. It, it goes both ways. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Okay. Good to know. Um, <laughs> Rafa, this is the Margaritaville podcast. We like to, you know, talk about what people do, but also how they get away and how they escape and vacation. So, you know, you being kind of uh, thrown into this sport and, you know, going all over the country, playing all these different tournaments. uh, How do you get away? And the one question I have, when you do get away, do you bring your pickleball paddle with you? Um, Yes and no. It's (laughs) it's with it's with me, but I I try not to pull it out but i do it it depends if because sometimes when i get away um it's to maybe go train somewhere because Mm -hmm. it's tough like when you're at the club uh you're giving lessons or people are wanting to talk to you it's tough to train there or when you're um on the road but like if i get a two or three day break I do try to venture off, uh, try to bring the family with me and try to go maybe down to Florida real quick. Cause I, I'm about six hours from Orlando. Uh, and we, we love Disney. So yeah. right. we're huge Disney fans. So we will hit up Disney, you know, and then try to call up the boys over in, uh, Fort Myers area, Federico, Pablo, those guys try to get some drilling training in. So nice. mix, mix it both in. Right. So a little yeah, business yeah. expense too. <laughs> so many, I mean, some people go play pickleball on vacation. We're seeing that at Margaritaville resort. So they're building pickleball courts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, and that's, that's so smart. I, I would, if, if I was any resort or any, anything uh, like Margarita, what they're doing, they're doing a phenomenal job because that's what people want to do. I mean, yeah, like all my members, it doesn't matter. Like they're going on a beach vacation. Most people at my club, but they're really not going to the beach. They're going to the pickleball courts next to the beach while their wife's at the beach and they're nowhere to be seen other than playing pickleball, which is yeah. a lot better thing to be doing than other things. Right. Sure. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so. Well, Rafa here on the show, we like to ask all of our guests uh, one final question. It's a four prong question. And we want to know, you know, if you had a predetermined amount of time where you would go on vacation. So the amounts of times are uh, one month, one week, one day and one hour. And travel is not an issue. So the vacation starts once you get there. So we'll start with a month. So if you had a month to go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Somewhere in the mountains. I, I don't. Yeah. 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 Are you going I, over in the, the Appalachians over there to the ECU or are you going more in the middle of the country? I think more in the uh, middle of the country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, I first time ever being in Denver, it was phenomenal going up there into the mountains and just just seeing it and love it, how it gets a little cold that night. It's perfect. That's a month. A month. Okay. OK, what about a week? One week. Um, I would go with either uh, France or... Some, somewhere over there, uh, let the nice. okay, or maybe maybe New Zealand. Ooh, yeah. New Zealand! I really want to go to New Zealand. It seems my, so my much wife, fun. she wants to go there. I think the Lord of the Rings and all that. I think was shot yes. there. Yeah. So she's she's all about wanting to go check all that stuff out. So cool Green vacation, yeah, amazing. Awesome. Okay, and for a day, where are you going for a day? For a day, I'm going to Wallowa Lake in Joseph, Oregon. Ooh, okay. That sounds that sounds very specific. What about that particular destination? Just uh it's just my it's my like uh safety place to go whenever I need like a quick little break. That's my one day trip. Whenever I fly back here, it's about two hours away. Drive up there. It's right on right in between Oregon, Washington, and Idaho. And oh. it's a lot lot of history, beautiful, beautiful land, beautiful lake and a lot of fun activities for the kids. That's awesome. All right. So one yeah. hour and travel doesn't apply. So as soon as you get there, it starts. So wh- what's your one hour vacation? Probably just in a cabin so- somewhere, probably up in the mountains in a cabin, just kind of another little getaway to away from everything. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Rafa, if people want to follow you and see your pickleball journey, watch your games, where can they catch you? How can they see you? They can see me on Major League Pickleball uh, with the events. They can see me on the the PBA tour. And then on Instagram, I think it's Rafa Hewitt uh, 44. 
and Facebook. Very awesome. cool. Well, Rafa, thank you so much for joining us today. We're we're big fans and really appreciate your time. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. And you guys have a good one. Yeah, we'll hope to see you on the court soon. I, we're going to yeah. try to make some of these events this coming year. So, uh, keep, yeah, keep, we, we, keep, we won't take up keep, too much time on the court. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep, keep throwing the curve. Don't be swinging at it. Exactly. Yeah, right. We're throwing the curve. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Have a good one, guys. See ya. You too. Patrick, that was the MLP by Margaritaville San Clemente Pickleball Tournament. Did you have as much fun as I did? I had a hoot and a half, Ryan. I had <laughs> so much fun at that tournament. I love a live sporting event, and they've really turned uh, pickleball into an event that you're going to enjoy yourself. From the experience of watching it to eventually the hope of maybe playing it one day it is it's it's a good time it's a great vibe all around i highly suggest you go to majorleaguepickleball.net and see which tournaments are going to be in your area they're coming up in the fall uh and uh you're gonna want to uh check them out for sure and i got a brand new hat i have the the la mad drops i have a uh a pickleball hat that i wear all the time uh you can see on my instagram i'm, I'm wearing it constantly it's a very very fun hat it's a good hat it's a good time thank you so much for having us mlp by margaritaville and we hope to be at many more ryan we like to do something on this show where we talk about something that was very margaritaville that we did this week it can be uh very literally margaritaville or it can be more of a state of mind so ryan what did you do this week that was margaritaville so this week, I took in an outdoor movie here in Los Angeles. Outdoor movies, uh, very popular activity. So my fiance, myself, and some friends, we went to go see The Parent Trap outside, took the dogs, took a picnic blanket. It was a blast. It was so much fun. That sounds like a blast, Ryan. We have a lot of outdoor movies out here in L.A., and uh, it definitely gets you in that Margaritaville spirit. You're hanging out in nature. You're enjoying something. You probably have a drink in your hand, maybe some food you brought. What did you eat? Uh, we had some cheese and crackers, and uh, at this particular event, they also have uh, food trucks. So we had this really nice, uh, like, steak rice bowl. It was great. Ooh, so much fun. What a blast. Yeah, it was a it was a good time. It was a good time. How about you, buddy? What did you do this week that was very Margaritaville? Well, I did something very literally Margaritaville. I went to Nashville with some buddies, uh, and uh, we went to the Margaritaville Hotel. We were recording uh, some stuff in the studio, the recording studio in the lobby of the Margaritaville Nashville Hotel. I met so many fans of uh, the podcast and the radio station. They came by and said hi. So hi to everyone that I met. But on top of that, we uh, had a moment where we got to go out and uh, it was nighttime. We got to sit there, look at the Nashville skyline and just dip our toes in the water. We didn't get fully in, but we rolled our jeans up and we ha and we and we 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 dipped the toes. And that Margaritaville is like the place to dip the toes. You know, some <laughs> other fancier hotels, you might feel weird rolling the jeans up and dipping the toes, but not at a Margaritaville. You're comfortable with it. Oh, that sounds. I could like be in a, a full suit. Trip. Yeah, <laughs> I could be in a suit dipping my toes. It'd be fine at a Margaritaville. It's perfect. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 so much fun. I love uh, the carefree, easygoing stay of a Margaritaville experience because. You really don't have to worry about anything other than just enjoying yourself. And everybody around me was doing the exact same. So shout out to the Margaretville Hotel in Nashville. Thank you for uh, giving us a really wonderful, nice stay as we did some uh, work over there. And uh, I hope to be back soon. We, I, Two times in a year, Ryan. I think I'm hooked on Nashville. That's pretty good. And also, we're going to be in San Diego in, uh, gosh, this month, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. September 22nd to the 24th. So if you're in San Diego, hit us up. Hit us up. And and just like that, Patrick, it is time to check out. Wow. Wouldn't you believe it? That's so crazy. Thank you for joining us on this episode of License to Chill. I am Patrick McDonald. And I am Ryan Middledorf. We will see you all next week. License to Chill is the official Margaritaville podcast produced by Tamara Baldanza-Decker, Courtney Watkins, and Kirsten Winquest. Art by Tom Boyd. Music by Aaron McAnally and Mick Utley. Additional resources provided by Coleman Sisson. New episodes are released every Monday. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.